Hello and welcome to another episode of Quantum Physics with Impossible Steve. I am your host Steve and this podcast is brought to you by Teal Ventures. And this is episode 3, season 1. And basically, I don't know what my full approach to season 3 is going to be, but it's going to be, I'm going to try to tie in some current events and how you can, um, I don't know, succeed not only in life in general, but um, during some of these current events by um, timeline jump, jumping, which is basically just a lot of thought and awareness uh, and frequency, which of course is going to require some energy. Um, so, you know, it's basically everything I've been talking about and maybe I'll do some more smaller shows you know that talks about um, you know getting your energies and your thoughts in the right place and raising your frequencies and you know broadening your awarenesses and and things like that Uh, I know a lot of people talk about that but maybe I can talk about some things that I do but I have been traveling I took a few weeks off and just kind of lived in the present you know this job all it does is send me across the country when I say this job I mean I do work for a a fortune 200 company and uh, basically I travel all over the place so you know just walking around seeing what places look like having a beer every once in a while and just simply going to sleep like I haven't really done much of anything uh, creativity wise I just kind of been living in the moment a lot of people will tell you to do that Um, you know it's peaceful and peaceful can be uh, can be boring because you you're so used to on the go you're so used to something happening you're so used to having to come some obstacle that you never get the time to just sit around and basically do nothing so you don't really know what to do you know um, so it's it's a blessing, trust me. It's not as uh, as as boring as it as it sounds. You just got to know what to use. You just got to know what to do with your with your time, you know. And creativity helps. But I haven't titled this show yet, as always. Um, I will give some stats towards the end of the show, as I always do. And I would like to thank all the countries that have tuned in. Uh, haven't even counted. I think we're very we're very close to 80 now. If we're not at 80, and the newest shows shows the newest countries uh, would be Zambia, Guatemala, Estonia, and Ghana. So welcome. Um, I might have even said I think a few of you might might have tuned into the last show, but I know Zambia, Zambia. and Guatemala are pretty new so welcome to the welcome to the show <clears throat> and I have been also in my free time taking deep dives into rumble YouTube of course watching mainstream media and just trying to keep up to date on current events because I think they're hilarious I think current events are more entertaining now than what movies are coming out and what TV shows are out. 
it is one of those things the reason why people are having so much trouble believing what's going on and saying things oh that will not happen that will not happen oh they won't do that again is is basically fear and there's many types of fear but one type of fear that people do not realize they even have is is called denial um, and what your brain will do is it will simply go into a state of disbelief um, it's a fear trigger I'm sure there's some psychologists out there that can explain it a lot more better than me but basically you your brain and you base somehow convince yourself like this will not happen that impossible you know our government would never do that I don't believe this conspiracy blah 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 conspiracy came out from the CIA which was uh, you know some say the CIA created it I say the CIA ran with it um, but some say it was created way back during the uh, Kennedy assassination and some people will tell you it was uh, launched by Russian Russian intelligence um, to attack the United States back during the Cold War um, so the term conspiracy theory has been used by numerous intelligent agencies around the world including our own and that's why anytime something goes against the narrative they slap the conspiracy theory label on it and the general population uh, believes it because at the end of the day uh, when I said population control talked about it in my last uh, podcast briefly is about controlling the population and as long as you can control the masses uh, that's really all you got to do at the end of the day you got to control 75% of the mass um, you're always going to have the naysayers you're always going to have something that goes goes beyond that um, and you're always going to have a few people you can't touch for whatever reason maybe they're protected by God maybe uh, they have too much money maybe they have too much power you know maybe they're tied up into politics I, I think Ron Paul would be an example of that uh, Ron, Ron Paul's worked his way up and has made the right connections and also has some money in his pocket where he can uh, pretty much say whatever he wants and go against the narrative and yeah they get mad at him but you know he's still there you know in Congress and he's gonna stay there uh, Trump would be another example of money and power uh, here you have literally the entire world. You got China after Trump. You got the Biden administration after Trump. Uh, you got several different prosecutors after Trump. Uh, other world leaders after Trump, and he's just taking them all head on because he has all, he has a ton of money. Uh, he has his own team. He has his own guards. Um, he has the capability to take on that kind of weight uh, and pressure. So. You know there's a few people that exceed uh, the expectations but for the most part if you can control the general public 75% of the mass you're gonna do whatever you want so what inspired me is I want to talk a little bit about uh, current current events that you've all heard about that you all either agree or disagree with and uh, how to kind of get your mind set and ready for that and how to uh, overcome that because what you're seeing here it's been going on for quite some time uh, people have joked around about the China 100 year war 
which, you know, for the last hundred years, if not longer, of that's our biggest adversary. China always wants to take us over, right? I mean, that's that's forever. You know, before I was born and, and after I'm gone, China's going to want to take us over, you know? <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> so people say that World Economic Forum is an issue. The uh, World Health Organization is an issue uh, because you do have the global elitists, whether you believe it, like it or not, uh, trying to... Uh, put their own set of rules and regulations in, in every country, uh, period, across across the globe. And control those markets uh, so they can make even more money. That's the fuel behind the World Economic Forum and the World Health Organization is controlling power so they can put more money in their pockets. Uh, that's really all that comes down to at the end of the day, if you want to know why. You know, one of the biggest things I've heard about, even talking with my parents, is, you know, why would someone do that? You know, okay, you say X, Y, and Z, why? You know, um, and, w and when you ask yourself why, you know, why would someone enforce COVID vaccines or why would someone enforce lockdowns or masks or why would someone enforce things that some people view as ridiculous rules um it goes it will even go beyond greed it will even go beyond power the answer is very simple uh the answer is called evil that, that is the answer that is why and people don't understand pure evil they've seen evil you see evil on tv you hear about someone you know shooting someone and going to prison for 20 years but people rarely experience true evil and it, and it comes in many different forms and it is has one mission to just destroy everything and even though David Icke coined this at least I think he did evil evil spilled backwards is live and evil is an inversion of everything it is literally an inversion of everything that God put into place whatever God wants evil wants to turn it around so for instance Adam and Eve. All right, Adam was supposedly brought here to rule over Eve. Eve will flip that around. Women should rule over men. And maybe you maybe all agree with that. Whatever. But you see, it's it's like that, you know. Or you were you were born a dude. Now you're a girl. See how it just flips it, inverts it, inverts the truth. No, you're a girl because of this. So, I mean, we can go on and on with, with examples. You know, you, oh, you need this vaccine. Why do you need this vaccine? You know, you have no scientific uh, research documentation. As a matter of fact, the only documentation we got is showing some side effects, uh, which you guys aren't talking a lot about. Um, you know, no, you just need the vaccine because what it's doing is it has a uh, DNA manipulator inside of it. And it, it does mRNA, you know, and that's its job is to go inside the body and alter the DNA to fight the virus. So it's altering something that God has already created. So it's inverting it. So, I mean, you can take any scenario. You want to throw one at me? I'll tell you exactly how it's being inverted. Okay. So you could probably figure out yourself because it's not very complicated. It really isn't. People are just choosing to ignore it and overlook it. So, I'm drinking my coffee. But at the end of the day, 
that's what all this is about. So <clears throat> I've been talking about a great war that's, that was going to take place since I was a kid. And all through uh, growing up. And the Great War is many things. The Great the Great War is a combination of World War Three uh, mixed with like tribulation, if you will, or the apocalypse. You know, so basically, where you have evil entities that hijack everything, spiritual entities that cause humanity to go into great conflicts with one another. Uh, did eventually wipe out at least a billion people. I mean, at least, if if not more. You know, back then, growing up and being younger, a billion was a big number to me. Uh, now we're getting ready to hit eight billion. So I'm sure that that number I came up with back in those years is going to be equivalent to what we have now. Meaning, you know, however many people we had then, take that number, do the math. That's how many billions. It's going to be in the billions now. It's going to happen several, <clears throat> several different ways. Um, the, I mean, we could either start with the new way of COVID, or we can start with the, uh, the war with Russia and soon uh, China slash Taiwan. If you want, I'll try to remember to circle back to uh, Russia, China slash Taiwan because that's the one you guys are probably most. Uh, up to date with um, I will I am recording this um, it's about 6.30 in the morning on uh, September 12th and what I'm going to do is kind of go back through it I'm going to try to edit some of these shows a little more like I told you I was going to do but I'll explain the next wave of lockdown and why it's taken place um, and even Tucker Carlson who I, I still think is hilarious um, says, oh, they won't do another lockdown, you know, instead they're going to, uh, they're going to go to war with Russia, which, you know, I do agree with the, with the going to war part. It's a huge money thing, and I'll explain that in a little bit, but, um, well, they're absolutely going to do another lockdown again, um, and if you, if you can remember not very long ago, back in 2020s when we had the lockdowns, and the year before that was obviously 2019, it's the same ramp up. It's the same ramp up of, okay, all of a sudden you read about an outbreak in China. It was the first time I heard about COVID-19. An employee showed me. I said, oh, her name was Suzanne. I said, Suzanne, don't listen to that crap. She's like, no, I'm telling you, there's something weird. And, you know, it turned out she ended up being right. But it starts out with a few cases, um, all of a sudden, it's going to go rampant. All of a sudden, we're going to have to enforce, you know, mask again, do social distancing, eventually lock down. And it's going to be the, the it's, and what's funny is it's going to be the exact same ramp up. I heard about this in November, I don't know, October, November of 2019. And by March of 2020, we were in lockdown. So guess what? Here we are in September. We're hearing about it already. Oh, Joe Biden got COVID. A lot of people are getting COVID. Here's a new vaccine out. Don't worry if you haven't taken the other vaccines, this will take its place. And if you have taken the other vaccines, this will only help it. Um, but it will fight the new virus, which they have zero uh, clinical trials on. Um, and I can show you links after links. I can even show you Pfizer Moderna's articles where they say that they do not know 
if it will stop the spread of COVID-19. That's literally in their own words. They do not know. It is unknown, is how they put it. So, <laughs> so uh, anyway, go ahead and take that if you want to, jackasses. But, um, so it's the same ramp up. So here we are ramping up again, and by March, we're going to be in a full lockdown uh, again because of another outbreak. And here's the thing about the first outbreak in 2020. Um, if you compared it, someone compared it to the Ebola virus. As you know, the Ebola virus eats you from the inside out. It's highly contagious. If you get it, you're pretty much going to die. And if you, by some miracle, survive it, you're going to wish you were dead because you're just going to be really messed up. Um, and if you just come within proximity of the Ebola virus, you're going to get it, right? It's just, I don't even think a person is actually immune to that. I, I don't know. I don't know if, if people have if, have, if that's been proven or not. Uh, it's more common in African countries. Um, but basically, it spreads like wildfire. Like if, if one person gets it and, and they are within a certain amount of feet of you, you're going to get it, right? Like they don't even got to touch or breathe on you or look at you. So highly contagious is the point. Um, in order for it to spread across the world like the COVID-19 did, it would take three to five years. And COVID-19 literally spread overnight. Why? It's quite simple. Uh, yes, it did come from a lab in China. And yes, it did... Um, get out somehow whether it was an accident or on purpose somehow there was an accident i want to call it an accident and the shit got in the air right okay so that's how it got into asia not the fucking united states okay so how did it get to the united states quite simple really uh there is a lab in virginia testing covid19 at the exact same time coincidentally uh, they had another accident that closed its doors in August of 2019. And they reported it once. That's all you got to do. And they never spoke about it again. That is how COVID-19 got to the United States. Now, what I think happened, this next little thing I'm getting ready to say is my own opinion. The COVID-19 in the United States, you can look up yourself, happened in August of 2019. The lab leak in China, you can look up yourself. All common knowledge by any amount of trusted sources that you want to look into. So what I think happened is the World Health Economic Forum and the World Health Organization collaborated with certain world leaders around the globe. And they had lab leaks at approximately almost the exact same time, which caused the spread of COVID-19 overnight. That would, that would be the only way that virus could travel that quickly is if it was strategically released in certain locations. It's biological warfare is what it is. It is an attack on the world civilian population to enforce policies and procedures. What came out in the United States during COVID-19, during the lockdown when you couldn't leave your house? Did you all forget? Anyone remember? 5G. 
There's a huge uproar about 5G, whether it's healthy or not, I don't give a shit. I don't know, okay? Huge uproar about the radiation and all this 5G, how blah, 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 and going to microwave you from the inside. And all of a sudden, those people kept working through the whole thing. I have a buddy that works on cell phone towers. I know all about this shit. Worked through the whole 2020 thing as fast as they could and threw up more towers than you could possibly believe because there wasn't a car in the way. There wasn't a person to view anything. And in 2020, you went full 5G in the United States. Did you not? I'm not saying that that's why the COVID-19 outbreak happened. I'm just saying that's one of the things that took place during the lockdown. There are some other things that took place during the lockdown. So while you're focused on why why you're locked in your house and if it's constitutional or not, these a-holes are out there building shit that you would have normally not really liked. You know, they're also enforcing policies and procedures and running a psychological test uh, to plan their next wave of attack, which is lockdown number two, which is coming up. Um, lockdown number two is what I call the, the final wave of attack before conflict. Um, as you know, wars, wars are won before they are fought. It's been a popular saying. You could Google who said it. There's some philosopher who said it, um, but wars are fought or sorry, wars are won before they're even fought. <clears throat> so, um, basically, they have figured out, they te- during the first lockdown, which is definitely coming on the second, that, you know, in the state of a national emergencies, the constitutional rights go out the door. And that is how, the, in the United States anyway, I don't know what it's like in other countries, in the United States, we have the Constitution. Nothing can over, nothing gets away with the Constitution unless we have a national emergency. And it's always been that way. It's, that's always, that's been, that was in place for a reason, or wartime. Uh, and whoever's in charge at the, at the time of war enforces all the policies and procedures because it's wartime. As you, if you know anything about war, all kinds of shit have to go out the window because you are in a state of conflict that is at life or death situation like a for real life or death situation Uh, so those are the two things that would go that make the constitution go out the window so during 2020 and they didn't say this or tell you about this or even talk about this much because you would have you would have had a meltdown but they enforced that national emergency and you had no constitutional rights so you can cry all you want and bitch all you want about how things aren't unconstitutional, but because it was declared a national emergency, you had no constitutional rights. That is why they were able to get away with the things they were able to get away with. And they're getting ready to, they're testing public emergencies now, public health emergencies, the most idiotic being the the new one in New Mexico. I mean, my God, can you get any more stupid than that? Briefly, I'll talk about it. Governor in Mexico said, okay, crime's high. People are dying on the streets, even women and children. We're going to have to ban concealed carry uh, arms. Any, anybody caught with a concealed uh, weapon uh, will be arrested or fined uh, $5,000. And everyone fled the streets saying, you're not taking our guns. and had guns on their backs and all kinds of stuff. Said, so come and get it, right? 
it's what everybody did. I'm glad they did that because this was a test to see how well uh, public health emergencies really work in the United States. So I'm glad they did, and uh, and I believe they would open fire if someone tried to stop them. And I think that's unfortunately what like I said. Uh, we're getting ready to hit a conflict um, because they're getting ready to impose uh, health public health emergencies in multiple states, if not every, uh, and across the nation, and, and also do another national state of emergency again, uh, eliminating uh, constitutional rights uh, so they can impose their own policies and procedures. And that's how, that's how the conflict is going to take place. So first what will happen is that everything will be imposed uh, we will see how how well every everyone complies. Um, military is ready. Uh, National Guard is ready. Reserves are ready. Um, and basically, everyone's going to see how well the general population adapts to the so-called public emergencies. And if conflicts arise, uh, then it would be wartime is how that works. That, that's exactly the plan, uh, word for word. And it's going to start with the uh, COVID-19 lockdown and move to move towards other other things like guns, uh, taking away your guns. And everyone's like, if you, it's common sense on why they want to take away the guns, right? I mean, we have a huge population that has guns. Out of 330 Americans, I've, I've never even researched it, but I guarantee you at least 100 million people have them. And that's a lot of weapons, and that's a big army. And, and that's one of the reasons why we've never really been attacked over the years on the ground. Um, is because the adversaries wouldn't know where the enemy was. They could literally be anywhere. You know, in the woods, in a house, in a grocery store. I mean, everyone would have a gun. Um, it's not like that in other countries. You know, in other countries, you have you have hunting rifles. It's what people don't understand. You know, you can go hunting in these other countries, but you can't car- carry heavy heavy artillery <laughs> and handguns and all kinds of shit. Not legally, anyway. Um, and we have that here, so we have at least a hundred million or more person army in the United States uh, that's not connected to the government and that is a huge adversary uh, for anybody to try to attack <clears throat> so say what you want that, that's that's the wave that's what's coming that is the final wave before the conflict um, and I think the conflict takes place towards the end of the year I think uh, people are going to see the lockdowns the manipulation of the election uh, all these other rights be taken away, all these guns being tried to take away. Some shots are definitely going to be fired, but it's unclear to me um, how many people will actually fire the shots. Um, and it is another reason why uh, the military, I told you back in 2019, not tw- or not even that, maybe it was even 2018, or maybe even 2020, I don't know, somewhere in there, where I was meeting with, uh, you know, I spoke briefly with intelligent agencies, Space Force, uh, Corps of Engineers, um, Air Force, uh, other 
branches of military um, and they all said they want to go full AI by 2025 and that's that's one of the reasons for the push is if one of the fears that our government and intelligence agencies have I shouldn't even say our government our intelligence agencies have is that if we do have an internal conflict that our own men and women in our military would side with the civilians and turn on them. And that's one of the reasons why they want to enforce AI so quickly. Um, because if that was to happen, then the government would instant, instantly collapse. But if they had AI to fight that, um, you know, you couldn't, you know, stop rockets, if you will, or shoot a rocket at the White House. I'm not saying anyone's going to shoot a rocket at the White House, but you know what I mean? Like, you couldn't do certain things because AI would control it and block it. You know, it's a it's a protection mechanism is why it's being uh, developed to protect the government. And that's it. Like, that's the only thing it's being designed for in case all the people turn against the United States government. And that's the big push. So, circling back, try to remember everything I said. Lockdowns are coming. It's the exact same timeline as it was in 2020. Go back and research it yourself. See the ramp up in 2019. See the full lockdown take place in March of 2020. You're witnessing the exact same thing. Like, almost the exact same timeline. And that's what's funny. I think they actually are doing that on purpose just because they think you're that stupid. Like, you all should be really pissed off right now on a global scale. (laughs) Because they really have no, not even any respect. We all know they didn't have any respect for you. But they think you're just a fucking idiot at the end end of the day. (laughs) No matter who you are or where you live, they really think you're that stupid. So if that don't piss you off, I don't think anything's going to at the end of the day. So remember that wave of attack, especially in the United States. Remember that wave of attack because that's what this is. And here we go to Russia and China. Okay, so the, world, the secret's out. It's a proxy war. Even our own government saying it. Hey, we'd rather fight them over there than them over here. Hey, you know what? I actually agree with you on that. I wouldn't want to fight anybody over here. It would be very destructive. A lot of innocent people would get killed. Uh, Women and children, uh, defenseless people, elderly, uh, handicapped, you name it, uh, would be very vulnerable during a a wartime attack, whether it's internal or external uh, attack. So dealing with a force like Russia, who is no cupcake, uh, either the second or third largest power, I think, I believe China would, China would be a little bit larger uh, in military strength than, than Russia, at least in my opinion. Um, Russia does have some very interesting technological uh, advancements that not only do we do not have, but China does not have them either, like the supersonic rocket that no one can shoot down. Literally, no one, our Patriot missiles can't shoot it down, our lasers can't shoot it down, it's just too fast. Um, one of those would blow up the country the size of France. So I'm pretty sure if you shot that in the middle of the United States, and then what you would do is it would blow up and push everybody to the east and the west coast. Uh, that would be that's always been the strategy. If you look at at the old time nuclear war strategies back in the 80s during the Cold War, that was the that was the fears that they would launch a nuke in the middle of the U.S. pushing everybody to the edges. And it's easier to come in uh, 
and bring your troops in that way and wipe out those people on the edges. So that would be the, uh, the strategy there uh, if we went into what I call a real war with uh, Russia. But so we use Ukraine, we use Ukraine, you know, we eventually we're going to be sending troops over there um, to help. Um, they're trying to use the NATO ones first, the UN ones first. No one wants to go over there because they're getting their ass kicked. I mean, Russia's a, they're, they're a big military, you know. Um, there's been over 500,000 Ukrainians die. Uh, you know, it's just been, it's been nuts, right? And the reason why this is all baloney, these world leaders all work together. And I, I don't mean work together as like they're all friends, like, trust me, if they could overtake one another, they would in, in a heartbeat. So they got to watch, you know, it's like sleeping with you with one eye open, you know. But they're strategically working together in conflicts um, and have been forever because war generates money. You know, Russia's always has a poor economy. China's going through a recession right now, especially during the real in the real estate market. Uh, we're hitting high inflation. Um which is another topic I'm happy to tell you about how we're destroying our dollars so we can implement central digital currency, but that's, you know, a whole other topic. Um, so we need to generate money as well. Uh, so by coming together and, and fighting, and you're, and you're like, well, why would that be? Or, or how or why? Or how would you get Russia to say, okay, let's, let's have a fake war? This is called a fake war, where real people die. Um, well, okay, Russia, if you fight with us, you know, fight against us, you know, you get to turn on your military complex, you get to generate hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars, and so do we. And we fight it here in the Ukraine and just blow it off the map. You know, well, you send a few people in, we send a few people in. And even Russia said that they're trying to fight this war, literally, word for word, this is what Russia said. We're trying to fight this war without any interference to our general public. So, like, take Moscow, for instance. It's a beautiful city. It's like New York. It's got the millions of people in it, like New York City. These people are going around every day eating, drinking, partying, working, living just a very normal life. Just just like we are over here, you know, while everyone's blowing the hell out of Ukraine. <laughs> so, that's not a war, okay? That's not a war. Um, so by us fighting each other in the middle, we're generating a lot of revenue, um, and just, just basically wiping out a civilization in, in a country, uh, a country will never be the same again. It's going to be completely destroyed. It's worked so well that we're getting ready to do the exact same thing with China in Taiwan. And we're going to blow the shit out of Taiwan. And Russia's going to play their war games with us in Taiwan. Those are fake wars. Because if it was a real war, people would already be shooting shit at us like crazy. We'd be having to shoot down shit. People would already be dead. Uh, <clears throat> it would be a for real war. Where people fire shots at each other. Not this bullshit. So... You know, now could this turn, could these proxy wars turn into real conflict? Sure. 
Sure, they absolutely could turn into real conflict. The United States is pissed that uh, China and Russia are the leaders of the BRICS organization and, and forming their own currency and are already trading goods and services and oil in that particular currency. So it's already it's already weakening the U.S. dollar. The U.S. dollar is still the number one currency when it comes to trading right now. If you got to buy oil, for instance, you got to convert your currency into the dollar and buy it. That way, well, there's already been transactions with Saudi Arabia where you can no longer have to use the U.S. dollar. You could use the BRICS currency. And they've done several transactions with that already. So that pissed the U.S. off like crazy. So bad that uh, China wanted to meet personally with Kissinger. Uh, if you know, Kissinger was with Nixon as an advisor. He was uh, one of the gurus of the CIA, one of the originals of the CIA. Well, maybe not the original, but he'd been around a long time. The guy's like 90-some years old. And he's also the one, the creator of fucking Klaus Schwab, that psychopath who's running the World Health or the World Economic Forum. So instead of meeting with a real government official, Chi wants to meet with Kissinger. Why? Because fucking Kissinger is the one pulling all the strings. He's one of the main ones. Not these jackasses in the current administration over here in the United States. They don't know shit. They work for people like Kissinger. They work for people like Klaus Schwab. So why the fuck would China want to talk with them? <laughs> it's a waste of time. So they flew fucking Kissinger in saying, look, man, you got to tell your boy Klaus to calm it down or we really are going to have to fire shots over at your country. Right? Like this motherfucker, he's messing up our BRICS currency. Now, I don't know how the whole meeting went, but I know that they, they got that mad that they called Claus's daddy in to tell fucking Claus to calm his ass down. Or they're going to blow him off the map. So, yes, a real conflict could take place. A for real hot war between Russia and China very well could take place because the United States uh, monetary system is in jeopardy. And China and Russia sees it as a way to uh, advance what they're doing you know, hit the man why why it's why they're down, uh, type of scenario. So, <clears throat> the proxy wars could very well turn out to be uh, hot wars, and you'll know very quickly when the proxy wars ends and they become hot because you're going to be fired upon instantly. I mean, China's got ships in the Caribbean, uh, South America. Shit, they've been there since 2011, right? I mean. They're ready, you know, we're ready. We got ships over there, too. So you'll be instantly fired upon when the war turns hot. That's how you're going to know. So in the meantime, let's all hope they stay proxy. Uh, let's hope the United States, you know, plays nice uh, because, you know, this BRICS currency is not going anywhere. They're going to do it, whether you, whether you like it or not. They're saying, hey, trade in the, they're saying trade in the U.S. dollar. We just want countries to accept our currency as well. We're tired of trading with the U.S. dollar. We're, tri we're tired of, of working with you guys. We're parting ways. So whether you like that or not, that's what's, that's what's really going on. So the U.S., one of the reasons is the U.S. decided that they've owed, they, have, they have a trillion dollars in interest they got to pay. I think that's per month because they're so far in debt. 
Um, so what they're going to do is finish inflating this currency till it turns into the peso. And while they're doing that, they're going to roll out this new central bank digital currency, which is already being piloted almost in its final stages. And what it will do is it's going to replace this highly inflated uh, currency, uh, this dollar, if you will. Um, but the reason why that's pissing off China now, and, and so they they want to roll out their own currency is because when you inflate the dollar like that, you impact the global markets. And they're tired of the United States impacting the global markets. They're like, fuck these guys. So we're going to roll out our own shit, you know? Um, in, a, in a business world, it makes sense. You know, in a business world, why would you want to work with someone that's affecting your business, you know? But on a uh, on a global, I don't know, personal scale, you know, that sucks. You know, we worked hard as a country. We we were once one of the greatest countries on earth, um, and and we have fallen. Uh, we we are no longer there. You know, we're we do, we're not a nation under God like we used to be. Um, we're implementing ridiculous. Pi we're basically inverting everything. Everything that the way it was back in those days is being inverted. You go back and see how they were and look at it now. I don't even got to get into the politics behind it. So that is what's going on on a global scale with everything and current event wise. Feel free to email me, DM me, I don't know, send me an X post, whatever it's called now, whatever, right? Now, how can you fight that? Um, mentally, you know, I talk about timeline jumping, you know, uh, how to timeline jump. I wrote a little thing on my website, a little blog. It's been up for months. You know, I haven't taken it down. I haven't changed it because it's a pretty good little intro to timeline, how to timeline jump and how to be careful when you do timeline jump. And all it is, is energy, vibration, frequency, thought, and awareness, um, and what it is, it's kind of like a form of meditation. No, you don't got to sit down Indian style. You don't got to like even go into a prayer. You can walk, you can jog. It's some type of mental thought process. However you, whatever makes you think better for me, it's walking. I think of all kinds of ideas and come up with all kinds of, uh, creative concepts when I go for long walks. You know, some people meditate, some people, uh, write and then because when they write it, it triggers things and they're able to just create more stuff and they'll go back and read that. And, and that, you know, that helps some people. So we all got a way of, of thinking, of going into a, a deep thought. So your best bet is to, is to really not try to fight this physically unless it comes in your backyard. I mean, literally, if there's someone outside and, and they got guns and they're trying to come in and hurt you, you, you should defend yourself, uh, no matter who they are, no matter where they're from. But uh, we're not there yet, right? So let's, uh, and, and hopefully we don't, we don't get there. So we should, we should try to take this, this fight mentally. And and it can be won mentally. This, this war can still be won without firing a single shot, uh, which is what the enemy is trying to do. Um, so it's actually very easy to defend. 
uh, and to fight a war without firing a shot. And basically, when these new, I shouldn't say new, old in slash new uh, things are being implemented, like lockdowns and masks and vaccines and stuff, tell everyone to go fuck themselves. Go slap your employer across the face if they're trying to make you get a vaccine. And just don't do it. Don't do it. Draw your money out of the banks. I've been telling you to do it. Collapse the bank. Collapse the fucking banking system. Take your money out of it. Mine's out of it. Tell you that right now. Yeah, I got direct deposit, and I can go in there and I can and I withdraw it instantly. I don't leave hardly anything in there. So yes, could they stop that? Yes, they could. They have not done that yet, and when they do, I will move to Plan B. Um. But there's things you can do. Collapse the banking system because money is power, right? Right now it is, even though it's fake. Even though it's backed by nothing but air. Um, unless you have gold and silver you or, or a hard asset like a property or a house. Um, you don't got shit if it's all in dollars. <laughs> so, and it's losing value every single day. So you're broke. I don't care how many of those $1 bills you have. You're broke ass. Just because you're able to get a Maserati does not mean you got money because that thing is not, that shit's not going to be worth anything here in a minute. So, draw your money out of the banks, collapse the banking system. Do not comply with the new orders. Do not hand over your guns for any reason. You're going to need them to defend yourself on the final wave. Because um, this is a military strategy is what this is this is right now it's being fought with biological and psychological warfare and its final phase will be conflict that is the final phase whether we like it or not you can be in denial all you want you can be afraid all you want that is the final phase conflict um, and it is going to happen period the question is how much will it happen so Good mental state. Right now we're fighting psychological and biological warfare. Does the coronavirus exist? Yep. It's real. Is it going to kill you? Nope. Has it killed some people? Yep. Why is it not going to kill you? Because it only attacks the weak. For real. You got a weak immune system. You know, if you're not healthy, if you're not exercising, if you're not diet right, if you're overweight, if you have a heart condition, if you have diabetes, if you, you know, have some other kind of severe illness, you're going to probably get sick and you might even die. That's biological warfare. Um, if you're healthy, eat the best you can, stay in shape. Um, are you going to get the virus? Probably. Um, is it going to make you sick? Probably not. Can it make you sick? Yeah. Will some people get sick? Yes. Will some people get hospitalized? Very few. Will some people die? Rarely. Um, so that's how you defend against biological warfare. You make yourself as healthy as you possibly can, and you take it on like you take the flu, and you just see how fast you can shake it off like the flu. Um, I can tell you this right now, any biological weapon, including the coronavirus that was in the air in 2020, you have already fought off, whether you realized it or not. Um, so any other biological weapon getting ready to be released will pass through you. And you will either fight that off or you won't. Um, then basically what you'll need to do is your best. There's a reason why it's called psychological warfare. 
is you have to somehow keep your your mental thoughts as positive as possible and not forget about what's going on but be able to separate what's going on with being in the present okay the whole world's on fire but you know what i you know um i have my house here got my wife and my kids i'm happy i love them and keep thinking the about love and positive thoughts um, and then visualize literally visualize either on your walks or when you're writing or however you meditate or whatever you do visualize a world without all this visualize a world with you know like it like it was back in the day I mean yeah we had problems growing up we had you know small conflicts with other countries and and recessions and all kinds of weird shit right but for the most part everyone was still really happy you know we lived a different world we we, we were all you know we lived outside we had very little technology uh, you know, I remember when the internet and the cell phone came out. I mean, we didn't have that shit when I was a kid. We went out and found each other. We couldn't, you know, we had to get, we, yeah, so-and-so hangs out at Walmart parking lot. So-and-so hangs out at IG&A parking lot. And we would have to go there to find those people, right? We lived a different life. So try to think of, a, of, a, of what you envision a free life being, you know, and try to think about that every single day, every second of the day. And when you catch yourself drifting in some of these conflicts that I just spoke about, bring that thought back to this freedom you envision. And just keep doing that and you'll get better at it and you'll get better at it and you'll get better at it. Um, and that is how you fight psychological warfare. Literally by staying positive and finding the good in almost every single situation i'm not saying lay down and let 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 this let this stuff get imposed no like i said tell them no fight against it by saying no and not complying and then also get right on to focusing on positive things that make you feel good envisioning a perfect world like one of the things i envision is a is a world where the world economic forum didn't exist and you know if we came together as a as a global population and envisioned something together collectively that didn't exist that that we don't want to exist anymore and we all collectively envisioned <laughs> that we wanted the world economic forum to to not even be here anymore that thing would crumble that's how powerful the world could be but they would have to come together collectively and focus their energy on that one topic. And that's very hard to do because, um, number one, there's different languages. Um, th there's different cultures. There's different philosophies. And to get the world collectively to do that would be extremely rare. You're probably looking at a 1% to 3% chance of that actually happening on a statistic level. <clears throat> so probably not going to happen but we got to do the best that we can as an individual find groups of people that share your vision that share your philosophy and meet once or twice a week even if you got to do it virtually um, and attack it with a positive mental thought you know think about the one thing you want to change and attack it with positive thoughts collectively 
and see what that does. You know, it's kind of like Tucker Carlson said when he did that interview at the Heritage uh, Foundation. He's like, I don't pray for America enough. I'm going to start praying for America. You know, I'm going to start praying for, for the things, the freedoms that we used to have and for the people to uh, experience those freedoms again. Um, do stuff like that. That's just one person. But if everybody start doing that, you know, you're going to see a different outcome. You know, so again, there are ways to fight psychological and biological warfare without firing a single shot. So I encourage the entire global population today to start uh, fighting biological and psychological warfare with their thought, frequency, awareness, and energy and vibrations. Um, that that's going to be extremely impactful. And if unfortunately you live in a country that is attacked by brute force, good luck. I'll pray for you, even if it's this one. Um, and hopefully the conflict, the physical conflict would not be long. But those are the things that are coming to light. Welcome to the Great War. It's, a, it's going to be a, a freaking beauty. Because we are dealing with spiritual forces and there are some people that don't even believe that those forces even exist. And it is really hard to fight an enemy that you don't think is there. Could you imagine us going to war with China and you don't believe that China exists? <laughs> like, hell, a bunch of Chinese out in the yard. Oh, those aren't Chinese. Nope. Those are just people dressed up as so-called Chinese people. I don't know why they're firing guns at us, but there ain't no fucking Chinese. So, I mean, come on, dude. How are you going to fight? <laughs> How are you going to fight anything if you don't believe it exists? So y'all need to work on that, too. It's going to be baby steps, but the Great War will only be won one way. Uh, it will be won collectively, and it will be won by those individuals who find God, the universe, whatever name you give it. Okay, I don't care what you, I don't care what you call it because it's basically the good. Uh, that's a Kant, a Kant term. If you read philosophy, he talks about the good. Uh, call it that if you want. So, I don't know. Here we are. This ends one way. It ends by us getting together and doing things the right way, or we're just going to crumble right along with the rest of it. So, I promised a few stats. We are at the end of the show here. Again, you can find me on social media. Facebook at Impossible Steve. Instagram at Impossible Steve. Uh, email me info at ImpossibleSteve.com. And, of course, I am on X, but it needs a lot of work. Um, basically, I haven't counted the countries because I've been talking. But our most viewed shows... Shows get viewed a lot, which is really makes me feel happy. But still, the the number, the top two, are manif manifestation. Can humans really create their own reality? And multidimensional human and timeline jumping, which I touched on briefly. So I am going to talk more about in the next few episodes of uh, timeline jumping and manifesting reality because I believe that's how we are going to overcome the biological and psychological warfare that's taking place right now. Um, so I am at least going to dedicate the next two, if not more shows to that. And the thing is, is it's so simple, but yet hard 
but at the same time it's so simple you're going to hear a lot of repetitiveness because there's only so much you can explain the rest of it just takes practice and belief it's all the same shit at the end of the day like you like for instance like let's say you pray you sit down you close your eyes and pray that that's how you pray if someone was to pray that's the only way to explain that right i mean you you can't explain it any other way so i i can explain it the best i can which i'll do again but at the end of the day it's going to be all on you and your thoughts and your vibrations and your frequencies and your awareness and just and your energy and all that stuff that's how it's going to be done so i'll talk about it a little bit more um and go in depth a little bit more uh maybe try to provide some links of some other people that talk about it because sometimes you'll hear me say something but maybe someone will explain it better you know uh fine because because we are at war here so i don't care where you get the information or how you learn it um as long as you learn how to shift your your mind so you can fight the psychological warfare that's going on because um, that's going on on a global scale that look we're, we're just being attacked within the united states i i believe that's been going on a global scale forever that you know dictators and world leaders have been abusing the people psychologically since before i was even born and some of you are probably shaking your head yeah it's been shit over here for years so <clears throat> you know um that's the thing i'll do my best uh to explain that so i guess that's not really a lot of uh, stats but I, i'm here i'm traveling so i want to thank you all for listening message me if you got any questions comments or ideas and i appreciate you all and have a good day